day to all you fine folks. Keep away from that pause button today. Welcome back to the Ballers Bay, your favorite NBA podcast in an Indian accent. For all them fine folks tuning in for the first time, we're glad you could join us. We upload an episode every week, uh, apart from when we don't. You can follow us on Twitter at Ballers Bay Pod and at Instagram at NBA underscore Ballers Bay and at Facebook at NBA Ballers Bay Podcast. We have a lot to get through this week, so let's get straight to it. Uh, speaking of a lot, my co-host Vini Devaya is by, with me once again, back at it again for one another week in India. Vinny, say hi. Hey guys, how are you doing? Oh, what's with this morose, uh, sad sounding hi? Well, all these sad news of super teams being formed again and again. It's just sad. My poor Spurs. They cannot afford to bring anyone to the San Antonio I know, I know. team. How is that possible? Mm. Well, anyway, let's not uh, like you know leave the audience in a little bit of display, uh, you know, confusion state. Uh, breaking news: Ante Davis, our perennial next big thing of the NBA, has decided to say goodbye to the Louisiana life. He has informed the Pelicans. I guess his uh, agent informed the Pelicans that he'll not be signing an extension to stay one more year. So, uh, I-, I think that means that either he leave at the end of next year as a free agent, or they can trade him before the trade deadline, which is what Feb something. Yeah. Just Mm. Like, so that is nothing. We have a week left. Yeah, one week left. So it's going to be an action-packed day, action-packed week yep. for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. So we need go for it. Well, first of all, by the time this pod is going to be released, it won't be breaking news. Uh, it might be released tomorrow if everything goes well. Everything goes well. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, there's nothing to take. I think it's just sad that another phenomenal player is leaving a small market team. To mm-hmm. go join mm-hmm. probably a larger market like the Lakers or potentially Boston Celtics. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just sad. Well, I, you know, this, this is that's the basis of capitalism. This, you know, all no, these no, no. I mean, I, I, think, I think, yeah, I think Anthony Davis has to do it. Uh, uh, but I just think that it's just sad because. There's some very good <laughs> small teams. As, as as someone from a small market like Kurg yourself, do you feel that do you relate to Louisiana that way? No, is that I, what no, the I, angst is about? No, I think the angst really is that you know, as a startup guy. Okay. You know, okay. I think I think a lot can be done with smaller things than like you know, joining hmm. juggernauts. Yeah. Well, but you wouldn't really call the Lakers right now a juggernaut. It's not like he's going and joining the Warriors or something. I, you never know. Maybe he'll go and join the Warriors. Oh, sh- no, no, he can't go and join the Warriors. Can he? He could, probably. What if they say? So, what, uh, let, let's, uh, you know, try to dig a little deeper there instead of letting my thoughts go astray. Yes. What possible scenarios? I mean, Lakers, obviously, his uh, agent is Rich Paul, yeah. like a childhood friend of LeBron James. So, there is that. Mm. Plus... This it has been. I I think we have discussed this on the pod also that you know Anthony Davis might move on to Lakers, but let's keep aside Lakers for now. We'll talk about the Lakers in a while. Other teams. I mean, I I would say OKC uh, has no chance of getting landing. No. Uh, 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 yeah, Anthony Davis, but uh, Boston Celtics. Yes. They have well, a very I, good chance. I, I, they have I, the I resources. think the, the key is Anthony Davis, uh, like Davis says, would go to a team that is looking to win or a contender. Gonna, yeah, is, is mm-hmm. contender so if you look Definitely. at the contenders you have the rockets mm-hmm. uh yes. the celtics the raptors mm-hmm. and the bucks mm-hmm. right so you have these four teams yeah. and uh i think but do you think he's a better f- uh, so so it comes down to two things for me at least 
it comes down to two things for me at least as in is there a fit with the team or does the team have enough to lure him i mean lure him out of new orleans by giving something away right i mean new orleans uh, is going to has already lost rondo demarcus cousins so now they are going to lose anti davis they have left with mirotic jiro holiday and julius randle mm. so who do you think has someone who can you know put it there and then have a like a straight on this I, i don't think a straight trade is possible i don't think there's anyone of the caliber of anthony davis on the trading block yeah. but uh, uh, i mean please yeah i mean i think that Help me that's out. interesting i think what happened with both paul george as well as kawhi leonard where they decided we don't want mm. to stay there and the team mm. instead of just you know what happened with kyrie irving was kyrie irving didn't want to go didn't want to stay he said i want to go to the celtics they traded him to yes. the celtics um but that did not happen with kawhi leonard as well as with um paul, paul george. george and mm-hmm. paul george stayed back so and hopefully the way kawhi leonard is playing he probably gets convinced that he could win a championship with the raptors right so okay uh i definitely think there is there is a potential where the new orleans uh pelicans say you know what we are losing this guy uh there's no point keeping him for a year it's not like you know yes <laughs> you know they're not making the playoffs so are, it's not like it's going to be a long year yeah, yeah their year will end in march and i think i, I the, the anyway this the, keep this point in mind but uh yeah i think uh, they will probably just try to get the best fit for themselves i don't know what team that would be that could give you something in return for anthony davis Mm-hmm. I just can't think of any team. Um but I think if, if I mean, maybe maybe out... maybe three people maybe Bo- uh, so let's let's take Boston for example like Boston has they have Jason Tatum they have Al Horford they have uh, like Jalen Rose Marcus Smart they have a lot of uh, proven not high uh, maintenance players in their team. Like I mean Jason Tatum is amazing like any any team should really try to, if they are trying to if they're giving away someone like as established as Anthony Davis they should at least get back a Jason Tatum is my thinking like Lakers could uh, lure them with Ingram and Kuzma or maybe just Kuzma and Josh Hart or someone like that but if you give away Anthony Davis and you can't even get someone of the caliber of Kuzma Kuzma or an Ingram or Jason Tatum then i think that would be like a really horrible way to lose your um, franchise player yeah um so i mean i i think i think it should be lakers because i mean i have no other way I, it's just a you know it's just a uh rumor mill that's been going on which saying you know he's already got a house there he's uh, his agent is this lebron really wants to play with him yeah. and anthony davis could do wonders on the, on the lakers oh, yeah, yeah. i imagine i mean lebron and anthony what... davis on the same team would just be yeah I think that would be the death of the Warriors because, I mean, that would be unstoppable in my opinion. Uh, but uh, but then then again, see, I, I think the reason that they have had to make these amazing super teams is because of this one super team in Oakland, yeah. where they have they where they put five all stars on the on the on the starting court. But imagine if KD, I mean, do you think this comes into the because it's all it's all related, right? Like. when one team makes a strong move then the other teams have to re- like uh, retaliate to that yeah. when 
like LeBron and Kyrie beat the 73-9 Warriors, but they could not touch the 73-9 plus Kevin Durant war, uh, Warriors. Yeah, nobody can. So now, nobody can. Now they are tr- uh, trying to bring AD in, but what if Kevin Durant leaves next year? I, I First of all, I don't think, I mean, personally, I don't think LeBron and AD is enough to beat the Warriors, but if next year KD leaves the Warriors and the Warriors just have their initial core, like Steph, Clay, and Draymond, and you know, uh, players to play around them, and uh, Livingstones, and all their all their amazingly uh, uh, amazing yeah. caliber players, yeah. hmm. then I think LeBron and AD are like a really good team. So how how, how does that work out for the for the league? I I think I think LeBron and AD on the same team um, is is I. I I would be I would be surprised that even if Kevin Durant is on the Warriors, they're gonna okay. Warriors gonna win, because they, mm-hmm. they you can't stop the two of them, and that you can't stop, you can't the, two stop the two of them. But yeah. you mm-hmm. could probably stop Clay and you could probably stop Kevin Durant. You probably can't stop Steph, but hmm. you there's no way you're stopping AD from getting to the rack. You're not gonna stop LeBron from getting to the rack. Who who's gonna defend AD? In the Warriors, no one. no one. Who's going to defend LeBron? I mean, I I think. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I I I don't agree that you know this team is enough to be the Warriors as it is. But I hope next year KD leaves for the New York Knicks. Or... I mean, Rondo, LeBron, and and AD. I think because it is something that I I would be afraid of because if Rondo starts doing Rondo things. Then it's just playoff round of things. Yeah, then yeah. it's just difficult. It's a different beast out there. Yeah. But take, I mean, yeah, I think we've talked about uh, playoff round a long time. We have to see how it comes together. But if you were Rob Pelinka, like if you were the GM of the Lakers, who would you be willing to give up to get AD? And be reasonable. I I, I know you'll be like, yeah, get rid of the whole team. We don't care if we can get AD. But uh, I think I would give uh, give up Lonzo hmm. and Ingram and Josh Hart. Probably these three mm. I would get because I mean they have four good young players right, including Kuzma. And if I have the option of keeping one, I would keep Kuzma, and I would okay. give up everybody else. Mm-hmm. Like even the maintenance stuff is like yeah, take them also. Well, please. I would not give up the the Zubic Zubic whatever his name is. Uh, Zubac. Zubac. Uh, Iv- Ivan Zubac. Okay. Something like that. Ivan Zubac. Yeah, you can be backup center to AD now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I would not give up because that that guy is young, hungry, does the work. Never give up on that. Okay, mm. again, little startup startup feelings are coming back. Yes, I yes, can, I can almost. <laughs> okay, well, um, I, I guess by next episode we will have a much clearer idea as to where he's going, or maybe not next episode but the episode after that we'll definitely know where he's going or where he's not I mean you don't think there's any way that they're gonna hold on till next year when he just leaves in free agency right that would be uh, comically stupid well I mean I yeah I don't think they would do that because he's already playing really I mean he is putting up numbers but I don't think he's really looking to win I think he could have won a lot of games that he because sometimes I would just look at his stat line and sometimes I would look at the opponent they're playing and it'd be like AD should be able to take care of business, you know, like mm, he's that mm. good a player. But I just think he was just, he knew he was leaving and he just, you know, he didn't care. Yeah. He just wanted to put up some big numbers, didn't really care about winning mm. that much. Mm. And I don't think yeah, that's that's a, that's a very good sign, you know, in my opinion. I think um, whether or not he's leaving or not leaving, he should have tried to 
leave the pelicans in a, in a in a position where you know at least they were competing for the playoffs and they they've really taken care of him so i think guess you know he should have done that at least instead of not playing yeah but uh, i i think uh, this is some uh, throwback to something that you said in like two episodes before when you were not betting we were talking what you know how what is ad's life like and you said if, if the front management i mean the front office does not give you a chance to win then it is really difficult to motivate yourself to yeah. uh, try to get the thing over yeah i mean like like i said i, I see both the sides i see ad's side i'm mm-hmm. just saying that mm-hmm. as as it, as a professional as way. a professional uh-huh. yeah it should not be that way yes uh moving on then i think uh, uh, we've been talking about too many all stars now so we can talk about our all star picks versus the actual all star starter picks i mean we even picked a sixth man which uh, didn't really turn out that well yeah. <laughs> neither jimmy butler not not i mean i, I guess your sixth man did make it yes kemba kevin durant yes. oh kevin durant kevin durant, durant. <laughs> but i think wasn't my sixth yeah. man also uh, kemba walker yes but uh, Kemba Walker was in my starting lineup. Oh, he was I, in I think he, in, Oh, yeah, mine was, uh, I think in mine was Oladipo. Yeah, Oladipo. Oh, prayers up to Oladipo, I think. Yeah. Hashtag prayers. Without, goes without saying. Yes. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, so we had, we had the, I mean, as a, as a reminder, as, I mean, I hope everyone who is watching this podcast remembers that, you know, the, this was the, this was the final starters for the western conference all stars let's start with the highest votes vote getter lebron james then it goes uh, kevin durant pg13 paul george uh, steph curry and james harden and for the east kyrie irving kemba walker joel embiid their top vote getter giannis who's the captain now and kawhi leonard so now we have the task of picking out reserves so that's uh, seven players in the west and the east uh no restriction on you know position or anything so um you should do you want to do this together yeah you should start do you want to do, uh, start. I, i will we'll pick up something and then we'll like talk about it so for the west we'll start with the west i think uh without doubt let's throw out some names and maybe we can figure out whether you agree with it or not and then maybe we can talk about okay. you know what it is there are seven players to be decided uh for me i think without doubt first one would be russell westbrook first one First one, yeah, I mean, Russell Westbrook is, I, I hope he's uh, good for your team also, that's all. Well, I mean, he's good because of what he's done before, but I mean, he's just playing horrible at this point. I would, my, 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 yeah, horrible. my first thing would be Nikola Jokic. Nikola Jokic, okay, well, okay, I'm not going to argue against Jokic. We, we, uh, sorry, Jokic, we, we campaigned a lot, but uh, these, these uh, racist uh, people refused to vote for you. Uh, <laughs> this uh, maga hat donning <laughs> i don't know why the why the denver i mean he didn't get even like a million votes i was just like come on he, exactly that is terrible absolutely terrible yeah. like how is the number 2 team in the west it's like he reminds me of yeah. tim duncan no man tim duncan got more love yeah, he got tim duncan he was, was, like, was too yeah, good yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah okay yeah he I mean, yeah let's not compare jokic and tim duncan okay. tim duncan is oh. But yeah, uh, so Jokic, we have, uh, I've got uh, Westbrook and then uh, Tobias Harris, the Tobias Harris, yes. I think, yes. I think he definitely needs to be there, yes. not just for his initial burst, but, you know, Clippers still in the playoff run yeah. and you have to reward winning, being in the playoff run in the match. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, go for it. I'm not putting <laughs> Russell Westbrook yet. 
you're not putting Nasir no. SPK. Okay, then uh, we will come back to that. Mm. Uh, what about Anthony Davis? Anthony Davis, isn't he a starter? Yeah. No, no, he's, he's not. not. Then Anthony Davis. <laughs> uh, Anthony Davis, definitely. Okay, then go for it. You wanna... So is, the reserves don't have like specific spots, right? No, no, no. Reserves Anybody. are like seven people, just any, just seven uh, uh, chosen by coaches only. Oh, okay, okay. No, not, well, no, I would say, I would coaches. say then Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson. Uh, I would not agree with Clay Thompson, but uh, yeah, I mean, this is not a democracy, so it's uh, some sort of a mix between oligarchy and uh, plutocracy. So, yeah, Thompson. I would Thompson. then add probably Lamarcus Aldrich. Lamarcus Aldridge, or do you want to go for DeMar DeRozan? No. No, no. Sorry. Lamarcus Aldridge. Okay. Yes, mm-hmm. so I have five now. I have two more spots. Um, you have five without... Oh, yeah, you have without, five without... without Russell. Westbrook. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think you can find a better guard than Russell Westbrook in the reserve category. Mm. Think about it. In the West. I would put Luka Doncic. Yeah. Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. Mini goat. Baby goat. Luka Doncic. Man, that guy is so good. Mm. I think he, he gave the business to Kawhi Leonard, uh, was it today? Oh, yeah. In the game against the, everybody. In the game against the, yeah, I mean, in the game against the Raptors, I think he was giving him the business, just like pulling up, doing like. Oh, the, that, what, guy, what, that guy's I, crazy. Like, man. Yeah, just, yeah, that's crazy. I don't know how he got, how the Hawks gave up. <laughs> it's just so stupid. Hawks are trying to be the new Knicks. Yes, I have one more spot. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give Russell Westbrook. And you're not getting it. You, you, you're just a hater, man. Just a pro, absolute hater. You can, can name one guard better he's than. He's shooting at 26%. Uh, he's shooting at 26%. From three. He's not even taking that many threes now. He's, it's, it's a process, man. Like you have to get back into the whole groove of it. No. He's averaging a triple double again this uh, Hashtag season. Hashtag why not? Okay, Eastern Reserve. Let's go. Oh, uh, did you? The why not means you have put Russell Westbrook. No, in the I have thing. not. I'm just thinking. What? I'm, I'm... You're just saying hashtag why not. Yes. Why not not put him? Is what my, is what I'm saying. Why not not put him? I mean, he's going to I mean, he's uh, going to get in. I'm... He is going to get in. Uh, don't be a hater. Not don't try to pick up Victor Oladipo, someone who's injured and won't be able to play. Okay, Eastern Reserve. Uh, ha- hashtag thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Okay. In the East, in the East, uh, who do we have? I think uh, Jimmy Butler should be there. Man, why do you in love the Jimmy Butler? Jimmy Butler is Jimmy G Butler. Jimmy gets bucked. Oh, but I, I think uh, I, I think I think yeah. I mean, he, he's recently not been doing. It. I I actually wouldn't really mind it if you know Ben Simmons was also uh, had replaced Jimmy Butler. I, I would be very okay if it was Ben Simmons instead of Jimmy Butler. Mm. You know what? I'll I'll put Ben Simmons in there. Ben Simmons, not Jimmy Butler. Okay. Mm. Who else? Yes. Who else? I think uh, Dwayne Wade as a final bye bye to his uh, career. Yes. One last chance. Dwayne Wade has uh, deserves that. Yes. He was, uh, I think, the first superstar from the 2003 draft class to win a championship. I mean, win a final semi yeah. at least. So. Then who? Uh, mm. Man, the Eastern is Eastern Conference is so bad. <laughs> this is nobody. Uh, we'll have to pick out uh, people like Chris Middleton. Or why not well, go for Chris well, Middleton? Well, someone from Brooklyn Nets for sure. Oh, then I think uh, Spencer Dimwitty. He is my. New favorite uh, French bearded. Okay. 
Uh, he's also my yeah exactly yeah you got it right also he's also one of my favorite names in the yeah, NBA. Yeah, he's my favorite name. Spencer Dinwiddie. Hmm. Then uh, and and it's and it's not like I I don't like uh, someone from the Raptors. Come on. But, Raptors, I don't know. Maybe Siakam. Siakam, yeah. Siakam. Good. Yeah. I mean, they they are winning, and uh, Siakam did hit a game winner. So Siakam or uh, Lowry, one of those. Uh, I don't know. Lowry always keeps going to the All-Star game. Siakam has not been there. Yeah. Who else? Magic, no one's playing really well. Hawks, no. Bulls, no. Knicks, no. It's just a bunch of shitty teams. <laughs> you just, I think, if you go through the first uh, four, five. In the East, I think that's that's all. Oh, there is you know who I'm going to put in my oh, Western God. Reserve? Have you found someone in the Western, in your Western Reserve? Oh, my please tell me. Derek Rose. Oh, God. Saying Derek Rose deserves it more than Westbrook. Absolutely. Is Derek Rose's, Absolutely. Is Derek Rose's last season or something? Absolutely, he deserves it. He's playing. He's God, playing. He's playing amazing. Absolutely uh, hated hate. Uh, spewing out of your uh, fingers. Mm. Absolute hatred. Sorry. Triple double Sorry. still doesn't do it for me. Triple double, he's, he's making sure that everyone else gets a chance to shoot. Or you should have seen him set the okay. pace, man. Okay, like, Eastern Reserve. It's not let's, just... let's go to Eastern Reserve. Uh, let's go to Eastern Reserve. Um, who else can we pick from the East? What is the top team in the East? Yeah, uh, yeah. I told you, Chris Middleton. Why not go for Chris Middleton? There's no one else... Like. He is very important. I mean, yeah. I mean, he. he I think he, Chris Middleton deserves to be in the All-Star team. Chris Middleton. Not because he's an All-Star, but because we can literally have run, run out of names yes, in the Eastern Conference. One more. We need one more. Someone from the Celtics. Someone from the Celtics. Mm. I don't know. You could put Al Horford. He's a perennial, yeah. underachieving, yes, a Al. second thought All-Star. Al Horford. Yeah, that's it. I don't give a shit about Eastern. Yeah, 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 exactly. This is, this is absolutely tiring and a boring exercise. Seriously. God, <laughs> the East, Eastern me, Conference yeah. is such shit, man. Yeah, man, they just take my advice and uh, rename all these conferences to like the one big conference. Maybe they throw out some teams also. You don't need 30 teams anymore. Yeah, I, I think it's like, a... like New Orleans anyway, it's done for them. Yeah, you can uh, bring a team to Seattle or something. See, I, like imagine the state of California has four teams. I think mm. they have Golden State, they have Sacramento, they have the two Clippers, uh, two Los Angeles teams. Yeah. Throughout the Clippers, send them to Seattle. You know, everyone will be happy. Yeah, I mean the Amazon yeah, guy yeah. should do something. Jeff Bezos should mm. go and buy. One of the I, I think he's a little. I think he's a little busy in uh, accounting half his money. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna take off Derrick uh-huh. Rose. Eh? And I'm gonna put. You found someone. Yeah. Who? Man, Portland Trail Don't Blazers. Dame Dalla. Dame Dalla. Dame disrespect. Dalla. Disrespect. Uh. <laughs> we are disrespecting the Dame Dalla. I told you already, My the, he's not better than Westbrook. So for me, Dame Dalla, and the, actually Dame Dalla is pretty good, but still does not come over <laughs> Russell Westbrook. <laughs> So Maybe could, would, could, would, you, would you would you take off Luka Doncic and put put Russell Westbrook? No, come on. You you want to watch Luka Doncic in the All Star game? Come on. I'm still not over Westbrook. I, I would definitely take off. I'll take off Lamarcus Aldridge. Lamarcus Aldridge is. I don't think he's been an All Star. Obviously, he might have some number or something. He did. He did uh, kill us for 56 points or 52 points or something. But still, but the, maybe that OKC also. and and Spurs are like two games away. From what? Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, two losses but, away. Sorry, 
two games behind or whatever that means. I think two games behind means one loss away. Like one win, one loss. Whatever. Anyways. Yes. So we have a team and then maybe you can find it in the description what you've decided as the as the results because we're not going to sit and like, debate this. Uh, debate this anymore. I mean, you just want to put Russell Westbrook even though he's been playing like shit. I, 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 he's not been playing. I, I saw the game today. Did you see the game against the Bucks today? He was pretty... I mean, he was shooting pretty bad. I think it was 25% of the thing, but... <laughs> but, see, there are some shots where it doesn't matter if it goes in or not. Like, he's taking shots. <laughs> Let me finish. Let me finish. Wait for it. Wait for it. See, the, the, that's what I'm telling you. Like, the 5 for 20 is a, it's not a great indication because, first of all, he only took, I think, uh, five three-pointers in this game. And he drained two of them, which is like 40%. So, just out of the gate, three-point shooting is restrained and which means more better selection. But again, man, like a lot of the shots where when OKC was already up 15 points or already up 20 points, so it didn't really matter if it went in or not. So, you should like, uh, you know, calm down dietities and, uh, you know, give him a break. Oh, he, he had four, 13 rebounds, uh, about 13 or 15 assists or something. It was a proper triple-double. I, I, and... I think what it does is he has a deal with Steven Adams. For every oh. every every rebound Steven Adams lets him take, like lets he, he gets like a hundred thousand dollars. That's what I think. <laughs> now, that's still a very cheap. Uh, it's a bargain. <laughs> but see, I, I mean, I, I need to correct this, uh, like you know, misconception that people have that Russell Westbrook is just taking rebounds just to get rebounds. When he gets a rebound, he's already you know like. He is moving. He, he the transition game has started. Like when he gets the rebound, it's not like he has he dribbles slowly and he gets the rebound and immediately he's off. And that immediately sets everyone is like OKC for the past four or five years has been without doubt one of the most athletic, one of the most running teams in the NBA. They blocked Giannis seven times today. I think that or eight times the most time, number of times he's in blocked in the game. Like, Jeremy Grant blocked him five times and he was his primary defender most of the times. Like, completely neutralized MVP candidate number one. Like, numero uno MVP, MVP candidate who scores most of his baskets in the paint. So, it, it's because, you know, they they have such athletic, long people. It's like, uh, they they don't stand and wait and you know, try to set up. It's like, it's like a fast-moving thing. That's why Westbrook gets the rebounds over Steven Adams. You should not look at rebounds that he's stolen, but you should look at how many rebounds that the team has gotten okay. from like defensive rebound percentages wise. It's, uh, you're looking at the wrong numbers, my friend. Okay, all right. And that's why Westbrook deserves to be in the starting lineup, but uh, yeah, he could not be, but uh, that he still deserves to be in the reserve. He absolutely deserves to be in the reserve. Trust me, mark my words, uh, Dame Dollar might not make it, but Russell Westbrook will definitely make it. Dame Dollar is definitely Mark my it. words. Maybe Clay Thompson. Uh, then may Westbrook not get. is also making. Because like, who would you, uh, who would you not, who would you take off? Like, let's let's go through the list, okay? We had to go through the list. Yeah, would you take off Nikola Jokic for Russell Westbrook? Never. No. No, no, no. Maybe you may take Tobias Harris out for Russell Westbrook. For Russell Westbrook, yeah, probably. I mean, right now it looks. Anthony like... Davis, no. Clay no, Thompson, no. no. Lamarcus no. Aldridge, no. Uh, who Lamarcus Aldridge? I don't know. Maybe they can have a fight. Like Tobias Harris could fight Lamarcus Aldridge, and the winner could mm. uh, take the place. It's possible. It's possible. <laughs> they 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 are thinking of uh, different uh, ways to spice up the All Star weekend. But, you like, know, uh, Spurs are number five in the in the league, right? In Western Conference, and tied with and, Houston. Uh, and they have mm, no take... big All Star player, you know, other than. 
Yeah, he but Tobias Harris is never going to make All Star, man. Like uh, Lamarcus Aldridge is already like a two, three time All Star. Like Tobias Harris is never going to make be an All Star again in his life, probably. Okay, so I I so feel I feel the the, the people that may get missed out are Tobias Harris and Luka Doncic. Yeah, one of those two. Though I really do want Luka Doncic to play the All Star. I want him. Hey, I want him to play, be. I want him to be someday, yeah. I want I want Steve Kerr or whoever. Yeah, that, who's going to be the that's, coach? Uh, I think last year it was Steve Kerr. So this year it might be who's second now? So the Mike Malone. Hmm. You you don't let the same coach uh, coach the All Star team twice, two years in a row. There's a rule like that. Okay, okay, okay. So I think so, I think that's what is going to happen. Hmm. It'll, be, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. I think it is next. No, next to next weekend. So no, next to next to next weekend. Yeah. Yeah, the fourteenth weekend or something. There's something else on Feb fourteenth. Oh, so marriage. Hmm. No, not that. Not that. Okay. <laughs> Uh, what else happened? We, uh, I mean, Harden, Harden just is doing 50-point average games through this uh, period. Yeah. What we, I think there was a point of time where he was 200 points in four games, wow. which is a very simple 50, 50 points per game. I mean, that is just ridiculous. Yeah. And I think we had a we had a debate with the Hoopistani, our uh, one of our favorite uh, podcasters mm-hmm. of Indian basketball, as to like he said he does not like what Harden's game is. Yeah. Like, he does not like all the flailing and drawing fouls. Mm. But I saw a stat which said that if you took out all of James Harden's free throws this year, he would still be leading the league in scoring. And that, I I could not... Believe. I could not believe that also. I could not, absolutely could not believe. But I, I did not do the smart thing of, you know, doing and going and checking. I, I just thought, oh, if I don't believe, then I'll just stick to not believing it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that is true. I think he he's averaging like eleven. That is true. Eleven free throws, made free throws again. No, no, no. I I think he's no, no, no. He's averaging eleven free throws attempted a game, not made. Oh, okay, okay. And, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, okay, that 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 would make sense. But even then, if he makes like eighty percent, which is his percentage, that's like eight points. Eight of them, seven of so them. I don't think yeah. he would lead it because the leading scorer is Steph at almost thirty. Um. Yeah, like I said, you know, I have not deep dived into the data, so let our biases run, run free. Yes, yes like, absolutely. What else, absolutely. Is, what else is sports for other than biases? Exactly, exactly. What, this whole podcast is based on, you know, our bias, thinking that, you know, we are really good at what we do. Absolutely. absolutely. We're the best. <laughs> yes, true. Just like Russell Westbrook. A little more biased. No, we are actually the best, like Russell Westbrook is a beast. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, apart from that, uh, the Thunder has won five games. Uh, Nobody, this cares. Of, uh, Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> Stop saying that. <laughs> Stop saying that. The hashtag Thunder, we've been winning five games. Today, we beat the Milwaukee Bucks. Absolute delight of a game. It's always nice to see Thunder beating uh, great teams at home. Uh, away is a different deal altogether. We're still, we're still in the midst of our toughest schedule. So, yeah, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. I think we have more road games coming from now on. Um, apart from that, the uh, Warriors are... Yeah, I, I, did we... Do you want to talk about how the Warriors are now finally no, showing up no, as the... No, no. okay. No. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much for keeping the integrity of the sport alive. Yes. Yeah, we've not been receiving any mails saying you stop talking about the Warriors. So That's a good uh, I just thought, you know, I, I I just sent a few mails myself to uh, email ID saying stop talking about the Warriors so much. <laughs> Uh, well, that's that. Then um, I, I think uh, we might we might ha- oh we might add a special uh, 
special segment. Should I maybe seg- should I talk maybe maybe no yeah. no 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 maybe you uh, we will oh, add we will, it. We will okay we will add we it. We will add it. Uh, and and we will add you it. will hear it in like the next ten seconds. In this episode. Okay. Yes. Okay. That that exactly. Uh, so there'll be a separate intro for that. Then cheers, cheers. Then all right, guys. Uh, see you all, everyone, for the next uh, episode. All right. See That's you. Word, right? See you guys. See you. All right. And girls. Cheers. Bye bye. Bye. Yes. Girls. Yes. Welcome to Ballers Bay, Rashad, and uh, huge fan. Uh, always watch you. Actually, I was a big fan in the Orlando thing. Yes. Uh, not the Sonics <laughs> one, because uh, uh, I just really like the structure of how you guys played, and yes. it was really cool. I think that was the first time they had the whole shooters on the yeah, side. small yeah, ball yeah, with, small the, ball with, with one think, center, Dwight yeah, Howard in the middle, and we think shot. People give that too much credit right. to that team. So what I wanted to really start off with, like, is first, is you were one of the very, I think, first people to get out of high school uh-huh. into the basketball uh, yes. arena. Uh, how your experience was, and uh, what do you think about some of the new guys coming in? I think Zion is creating a lot of, right. a lot right. of uh, hype around, you know, his athleticism right. coming into uh, the NBA. And yeah. Just speak about that kind of journey. Uh, my experience coming out of high school into the NBA was, um, it was a, I wouldn't say difficult experience, but it was most definitely different because you're going from playing with high school kids to grown men that knows the game and have high IQ of the game and they're a lot more bigger, they're stronger, they're faster. So the difference was um, just being able to fit in with those guys and doing the little things because I was kind of small, I was skinny, uh, but, but, but being experienced goes a long way in the game. You know, I learned a lot overnight um, playing with Gary Payton my first year uh, was was a fast learning experience because you, everybody knows what type of player he right. is. You and, know, and you he played with him in the in, the, in uh, Seattle. Yeah. yeah, I played with him in, with the Seattle SuperSonics. And but he's also the coach right now for your. He's a coach for my Big Three yeah, team. Big exactly three right. Team. Yeah, yeah, you're exactly yeah. right. So I was with Gary in Seattle for like a year and a half before they, tra- no, two years, and then they traded him for Ray Allen, and that's who I started my uh, most of my career with in Seattle right. with Ray Allen, and that's when I really be- became an elite player. Right. Uh, he taught me a lot of the little things. You know, I used to sit there and listen to him. I worked out with him during the summer. Um, he taught me a lot of the things, how to take care of your body off the court and to be consistent on the court to become an all-star. And we would sit there and listen to him in the locker room as young kids because, we, you know, a lot of us looked up to him. Uh, we would see him get to the gym early, getting extra shots up. You would see him staying after practice, getting shots up, lifting weights. And so we would kind of just follow his lead. You know, he wouldn't have to sit there and tell us, get here early. We would watch him and then everybody just started doing what he did and that's the that's a, a example of a great leader of him not just telling you what to do but he goes out there and lead by example yeah, and, yeah. And so it must have been really good to win the championship with him and him yes exactly the three-pointer on and the he's a major reason why i went back to miami because um we both was free agents that summer right and i was actually miami i was going to visit them but i was actually getting ready to fly to the atlanta hawks to to, uh, to, to to visit the team and, and was thinking about signing with him, but he called me a day before I went to visit him and told me he just got off the phone with Pat Riley and they was recruiting me as well. And he was like, you know, this is a chance for us to get back together to win a <laughs> yeah, championship. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm going to Atlanta tomorrow. So I posted me with Pat next week. And then I was like, I'll let you know. He was like, come on, Rashad. He said, are you trying to win a championship? Not, if you're yeah. trying to win a championship, why are you going down to Atlanta? Because you're not going to beat us. <laughs> That's what he told me. So I was like, you know what? And you're like, you're right. You know what, Ray? You're right. So I called my agent. I said, uh, 
cancel the Atlanta trip. Let's go oh, down wow. to Miami. Let's go to Miami because, you know, if I really want to win a championship before right. my career is over, I think this is our best opportunity. Awesome. And uh, we both ended up teaming up in uh, uh, Miami, playing together for two years, and it was probably the some, two of the best years of my career. Right. So, so I'm a huge uh, Spurs fan, mm-hmm. um, and one of the things I always wanted somebody you know, to uh, ask somebody is, how does an opponent really think of the Spurs? Yeah. And like, how do you plan? Because I think you guys met them twice. Right, right. Almost lost the yes. that you won. And yes. Then kind of it's hard won. to plan for the Spurs. You know, they, they're such a great team, but a lot of credit to Greg Popovich. He's, right. he's a tremendous coach. You know, um, even when I started playing in Seattle, they the, the Spurs and the Lakers was dominant. Right. Um, and then when I went to uh, Orlando, they continued to be dominant. And when I was in Miami, <laughs> they were still a still dominant down, team. Yeah. And a lot of that, I think, credit should go to Greg Popovich. Of course, they had great players, but right. Greg Popovich for sure. Uh, but, yeah, that first year, we beat the Spurs in the finals when Ray Allen hit the big three-pointer. Right. Um, you know, that, obviously, that was a great year for us. Yes. But the Spurs remembered that. They oh, didn't yeah, forget they about didn't that. forget, no. That following year, we went back to the finals. The players played the Spurs again in the yeah, finals. You go, like 4-1? Oh, my God. 4-1. They yeah. killed us. They, they, they remember what happened the year before that. Because I can remember, I think they had the home court advantage. They won game one. Yeah. We won game two on their home court. So it was tied 1-1 going back to or Miami. They beat the brakes off us. They blew us out the, the, the two games yeah, the at, two, home. at home. I yeah. mean, they whooped us. Yeah. And we was kind of like a deer in headlights like, oh, my gosh. And then when they went back to San Antonio and they did not hesitate at all. They wasn't comfortable. They right. finished us off in San Antonio. I yeah. mean, you can just tell that was a team that remember what happened to them last year, that we took the championship from them, right. and they wasn't going to let it happen again. Got it. Yeah. And, and like, so when you plan for a team like that, the, the reason I ask this is because most teams usually have you know, like one or two players that you kind of plan for. Right. But with the Spurs, I think you probably have to plan for like you gotta the whole team. You got to plan for everybody. Uh, not only the starting fives, but, you know, they're, they're a good team that plays as a team. Right. Even the guys come off the bench. Three, They had, like, three guys. Ginobili was a six-man. He came off the bench. <laughs> That's a you had, Yeah, you know, so right. you had the game plan for Ginobili. I mean, they had shooters, uh, Bonner. It was – Greg Popovich was a guy that used everybody on the team. And if you don't game plan, if you don't get the scout report on at least the whole team or ten guys on the team, uh, you're going, you might not beat them. Right. And in your career, which was the team that you really, really wanted to play for? I always wanted to play for the Houston Rockets just because I grew up there. I'm from Houston. Uh, Coming out of high school, they had three picks in the first round. They didn't draft me, which has probably worked out better for me because I was a young kid at the time and I got away from home and I was able to to grow up and mature and learn how to play the game. Uh, But... I always wanted to go back home and play in front right. of my family so and friends. You, you would have probably joined the T-Mac, Yao Ming. Probably T-Mac, yeah, Yao Ming. Uh, before T-Mac got there, I think it was Steve Francis, Katino Mobley. Oh, right, right, right. And then right, when right. he he left, it was T-Mac, Yao Ming. Or, yeah. Yeah. And uh, a couple of last more questions about your, your stint in Orlando, because that's when I mm-hmm. sort of really had, had a liking for you and, okay. and, and your game. Uh, how do you describe that whole situation? Because I think you guys came out of nowhere. Yeah. Really dominated the whole... Yeah. The whole, like the whole uh, the East the league. Even right. I would say like, you know, if you didn't have Kobe Bryant on the Lakers, like, right, you would have, we would have had a won. chance. Yeah, you would have had a chance. With. Uh, how did that happen? And like, was and Dwight seemed so dominant uh-huh. and like kind of his fall from there. Yeah. How do you like really put that in perspective? Like, you know, uh, yeah. it, it was a good fit for me. And uh, Stan Van Gundy and Otis did a great job of recruiting guys to play around Dwight. You know, he put the right a good team together. Uh, which when J.J. Reddick, uh, Jameer Nelson, 
Marcin Gortat was a backup center. You know, I was out there. Uh, Mikhail Petrus. Hito Turkoglu was the man, though. Yeah, he, he was, he was man. like our matchup problem. Me and Hito Turkoglu was, like, was that was my guy. That was my number. That's my guy right there. And, and I still talk to him to this day. But, you know, we had such a a, a matchup problem on the team because me and Hito Turkoglu pretty much played the same position. But he was like our big point guard. You know, he ran a lot of pick and rolls with Dwight Howard, and he was a great passer. Uh, if you didn't pick up Dwight on a roll, it was a dunk or it was an alley-oop lob yeah. for a dunk. So, and then if you did pick him up on a roll, we were sitting on the three-point three line just waiting ready. to yeah. knock it down. Yeah. So, you know, we, we started, we played inside out because he was such a dominant player. Uh, Stan wanted us to get the ball to him as much as possible because he demanded so much attention. And when we got it to him, it would leave us wide open. So we was able to shoot a lot of threes that year. And a lot of credit goes to Stan because he, he, made, he, he put that chemistry together and made it work. Uh, quick rapid fire questions. Uh, favorite team that you have played on? Favorite team I played on? Yeah. Miami. Miami. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say Orlando because I had such a great career there, but winning a championship, you right. can't you can't beat that. Favorite player today? Favorite player today? The Greek freak. The Greek freak. Yeah, wow. I like him. Uh, favorite player ever? Ever? Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. I would say LeBron, but he's still playing. He's I want still, people to let him yeah. retire before they say. He's the best player. Right. Let him let him continue to let win. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about the Warriors? You know, like they're just dominant. Dominant, unbelievable. I think uh, Steph. You think that's good for the league, though? I like it. I like it because you know the Bulls was the same way a long time ago. It, it, it barely comes a team that can dominate like that. So I think we need to enjoy it because that team could easily be broken up after this summer. They have a lot of guys as free agents, yeah. so we got to enjoy it while they're doing it. And one last question. This is this is my favorite question to ask anybody. Kobe or Tim Duncan? Kobe or Tim Duncan. Wow, you went from guard to big. If you were starting a team. If I was starting a team, oh my goodness, that's a hard question. Yeah. Tim Duncan is underrated, oh. the best hands down ever. <laughs> I know I know Kobe Bryant's a great player. He won championships. He's won with Shaq and without Shaq. Yeah. But Tim Duncan is for me, is probably the best four men to ever play the game. Awesome. Thanks yeah. a lot, man. All right. and, no uh, problem. Thank you. Nice talking to you. You too. Yeah.